Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the last thing of the year. Some would call it the last podcast of the year before the new one rolls around. The new year, not the new podcast. I'm forming my own. I have a new array of guests I'm replacing you entirely. This is going extremely convoluted here. The new year, the new podcast, the podcast of the year of the new... Wait, there's the... We, okay, that's it. Fuck it. We also, this is the award ceremony for the best podcast of the year as judged by us, which we are awarding to ourselves. Uh, well done, them. Yeah, if you, well done, them. If you've been listening to us for more than this episode, give yourself a sticker. I'd like to, I'd like to thank myself uh, for the award I gave myself. Best podcast of the year. <laughs> Best tertiary host of the year. Yep. Yeah. The Brothers Grimdark Award, which can only be offered to people in the Brothers Grimdark podcast. It's a very limited selection of people, but we think it reflects the uh, the quality of the requirements we need of these people. I think it's fair. Yeah. I think it it o- completely eliminates outside interference. Like, there's no chance that people bribe this. Or this, you know, there's no rigging. There's no rigging. No. It's not a pirate ship. There's no rigging. We also talk about Warhammer now. We again. also talk about uh, Warhammer now again. Yeah. And speaking of Warhammer, last weekend was the bash. We didn't have a five-way. We did not have a five-way. That's unrelated. We had a four-way. We had a four-way that is related. <laughs> and it's Warhammer. Four armies, four players, one table, four corners, four legs... There's more corners than four, Henry. If you're talking about the corners of every potential corner, the corner of each end of the legs, there's like four corners per leg. All right, well, let's forget the corners within corners. <laughs> what happened? Who was there? Was I there? Yes. Good. He's huffed a lot of glue between now and then, and his memory's gone. <laughs> He's living the life of Guy Pearce and Memento. Yeah, it's basically like every ten minutes you just choke up on a whole load of... Waff fumes and that's not that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there was there was, uh, there was Henry here who was um, bringing Hello. his orcs, bringing his orcs, one point five k of the orcs to green boys, and we had our friend Jack who brought the uh, the Eldar, so the gay boys, oh. the gay boys, in, in a re- respectful sense. Yeah, no, in like, a respectful sense. Yeah. I don't know the Eldar are more than that. I imagine they're more like a free loving. Oh, not anymore. Back in the old days, oh, they yeah. were like a free-loving thing. Free-loving, big pile of heaving flesh type. They made the 60s look like the Victorian era, for those of you who know British history. <laughs> Which is everyone. Yes. Everyone. They had yourself, Alan, with the towel. With the towel. 1.5k, which is now 1.3k from Chapter Approved. Yes. The beefiest, stompiest list... That was up there. So the, the the tier of power, the last list, sorry. Yeah, the, before you forget him entirely. The, the last list. It's a friend of ours who are bringing you to the hobby. This is the one that Alan has previously stomped with an all-night list yes. versus a new player. Yes. Where he faced off against double his own points of players At some and point points. We, we'll have to stop referencing this battle, but I don't, At some think, point we I don't think we've ever like really healed from the wounds it caused. Well, it just points out that knights can beat twice their own points. Balance. They didn't need to be changed in chapter approved. They were just fine how Exactly. They the game is perfectly balanced if one army can take on double its own points of an unprepared army. Yes. That's balance. Yes. And people want to argue with me about meta? Come do it. Car park, shirts off, oil. Let's roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> After that, bizarre... Threat? Invitation. Yeah, Invitation. What, what, what do you want to call that? Invitation only. Slackdown versus Raw. I don't, I don't know wrestling, but I know that's a thing. <laughs> you know about back alley zipper fights? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, those are the four lists. Yeah, in their entirety. 
That's we all did, they we were. You didn't even mention what you brought. It was Blood Angels. It was Blood Angels. 1.5k of Blood Angels. But then when we saw 1.5k on the table, we thought, that's a pitiful amount. He's a new player. Let's give him a couple of extra stuff. Yeah, we gave him, what was it, uh, an extra squad of tacticals. We gave him an extra rhino. We gave him... Anything else? Free scouts. 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 Yeah, we gave him free squad of scouts. Free squad of scouts. Yeah, tactical rhino. Yeah, because um, he wanted to mess around with the scouts. Like, yeah, have some scouts. Yeah, and I mean, he, you know, he's a new player. He doesn't know list building. He doesn't know the game, really. You know, I'm not being insulting here. That's just no, no, what it is. Yeah, it's just what it is. Um, so he definitely needed a hand. And Blood Angels aren't competitive in of themselves. No. Because Space Marines are just wildly overcosted compared to, say, Tau Fire Warriors. You know, infantry-wise, they're pretty bad. Yeah. There's not really a re- redeeming feature. Tank-wise, they're pretty bad. Tank-wise, they're pretty bad. Predators are right. Predators, right? I don't know. I think the, the issue with the predators is that the knights became popular, which then just shit on the predator and sort of forced the predator yeah, out. Yeah, and that's true. Basically, if you if you have a vehicle, the question is why is it not a knight? And you have to have a fucking good reason why it's not a knight. Yeah, because knights are so well costed, so dangerous. Anyway, so Alan and I wanted to do like, a four way. Well, no, we we didn't want to do a four way. <laughs> no. We wanted to do two games of one v one. Yeah, yeah. Just so everyone can kind of you know have a laugh, have Smaller a game. games, and then you know. But it, it, I, we were outvoted. We were outvoted. Outvoted. The other, the other two wanted to just do a two v two big bash brawl haller. Yeah, we you know we don't we didn't mind too much. We thought that they'd you know it'd be more fun for them to do the things they wanted to do rather than saying no, we're not doing it this way. Plus, I mean, we we're also hoping to sort of shepherd the new player. You know, watch out for him. Whereas if you're both doing a one v one, yeah, you know, you're doing separate entities. Um, <laughs> I'm just giving you a alarming look. You know what I mean? Like you can't keep like looking over to their table and like helping him and giving him rules guidance when yeah, you're doing your own thing. Like it would just be better that he's involved. We we both have our opinions on how he should be tutored. Not that not that they're differing. It's just we both want to give him advice. Like no no, no try this. Or whatever. It's basically I'm Obi Wan, and you're Darth Sidious. Pretty much. <laughs> basically, basically what it is. You're like come AJ. Come to the power gaming. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even power game. I can power game. You can I, power game. You brought don't. knights against three k. That's only. That's the only you, army I. It's the you, only army I had. You wally. I didn't even power game the knights. No, you did not. I had the Castellan before it was meta. Yeah, that's that's a get that on a t shirt. Bold and proud. What well, I, I had, I had the, Castellan. the Castellan before it was meta. So whenever I speak to anyone, which is a rarity, I'd have to explain. <laughs> Oh, the Castellan Knight. It's actually from Warhammer 40,000, the tabletop miniatures game. I think they'd enjoy that. And Hello, the people is the, at the bus the, stop. The, the tournament level of playing this toy soldiers game, I actually... I'm the top. I'm, I'm essentially the, the top. top. That's I mean, you're, not, point to you're do not the top, but... We like to pretend you're the top, but you're not the top. Those... You could be the top if you contended. This is We're talking like Warhammer competition-wise, not like... Because that, that entire subsection of the conversation could have been misconstrued horrifically. I... I, could, I I don't think of anything but Warhammer. Good. <laughs> right. With that cleared up. With, with that all cleared up. Okay, yeah. so it's a 2v2. And we say... So it's, it's now an Apocalypse game, by the way, which we were like, oh, sweet, yeah. Because Apocalypse in this in new edition is about 3k versus 3k. So, yeah, we have an Apocalypse game on our hands. Which was fun. Uh, so what we decided to roll off to just create random teams. Because, I mean, Alan has the strongest, strongest list. Second strongest list is Eldar. Yes, yeah, the Eldar had some stompy things. Then it's me with Orcs, and then it's the Blood Angels player. Even with the extra few hundred points he had. Even with the few extra, I mean, you know. This was also before the chapter, well, it wasn't before chapter approved, but we weren't running the chapter approved points changes, because 
getting a new player to do list building and then saying, no, 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 go find these things online or go buy another book to get the right point values and adjust it yeah, is yeah. is just a bunch of additional layers of awkwardness for them. Bullshit, basically. Whereas you just want to get them doing it as quickly as possible so you can then play a game. Yeah, just get get the ball rolling. Uh, so we roll off, and it's myself and the new player. We're one team. So the two weaker lists against the two stronger lists. Yes, yes. Now, I would like to also point out that the Tower and Eldar are better, surprise, surprise, at shooting than Orcs and Blood Angels. I don't know. The Tau only have a 4-plus at shooting. They're which pretty is bad. basically Orc shooting. It's basically Orc shooting. And it's not basically Space Marine shooting, which is also a difference of one. No. Because reasons. Because, no, no, very good reasons, because I want my Tau to be better. I want, the Tau should be hitting on threes. This this is throwing shade at all the Tau players that say 4-plus isn't good enough, just saying. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Anyway, so Tau have... So tau have <laughs> After that brief lashing. So Tau have mediocre to bad shooting. Eldar <laughs> have good shooting. The Tower of Great Shooting. The Tower of Great don't, Shooting. Don't let them, don't let them tell you this li- these lies. They also go first. And I'd like to say that we're in a losing position, myself and the new player, we're in a losing position from deployment. However, there was one sneaky trick. Do you want to explain what the battle was? The no, I don't, want to, I don't want to describe anything. So it was, it was a battle. We deploy hammer and anvil 12 inches apart. Sorry, 12 inches from the, you know, your own board edge, long board edge. So it's like... Two, no, it was... It was 12 inches either side of the middle line. As is, the board we were playing on was four foot wide. So yeah, it so it turns out, out. Yeah, okay. It's the same thing. Sorry. It's a six by four. Yeah. Um, Alan then has three broadsides with loads of drones. Deploys them in one corner. Because the game we're playing is there are only two objectives on the battlefield. One in your own deployment, one in the enemy deployment. Controlled by the teams respectively. If the enemy claims your objective at any point during the game you lose yeah pretty much which is rather intense but it's intense this was the like um uh, the cards the slightly unbalanced but o- silly fun cards. open war cards yeah. open yeah. war uh we didn't go for a twist or anything like that because again we're trying to keep it simple for the you know just for everyone to be honest um alan deploys his broadsides on the point, with his drones. So we're never going to shoot them off because our shooting is shite. Like, I haven't got a shooting list. The Blood Angels player, you know, it's just, it's typical, like, tactical squad, tactical squad, Rhino, Land Raider, Dreadnought. You know, it's it's not particularly strong at shooting. Not really great at much, other than at occupying board space. Which he did. He occupied the board he did. space. So we deploy a heavy armoured right flank. And which is the flank where the objective is on. The flank where the object was on. My lot. Yeah. I have an orc Gorkonaut, which Alan annoyingly always calls a stomper. It's because I'm waiting for you to unveil the stomper. This, oh, the stomper's coming. Big Red is coming. I didn't need to know that. No. That's that's a trucker tale. <laughs> those of you that enjoy The Simpsons don't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> Ruining stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I have a Gorkonaut. And we're setting up on this right flank. I have, like, armor, uh, the Death Killer, War Trike, you know, Killer Cans, Death Dread, all that sort of fun stuff. Oh, that Death Dread. Oh, that Death Dread. In the middle, he's on my desk at the minute, winking at us. Um, Somehow he modeled it to have an eye that blinks with a small mechanism behind it, so it's just like a clockwork thing. It just blinks every few seconds. It's to wind it up every two hours, but it's pretty awesome. 
it takes 4,000 volts to operate. <laughs> it's not safe. In true orky fashion. In true orky fashion. It's literally from the power lines on the grid into the orc. A little bit of blue tack on the side with all the wires exposed. And duct tape. It's, lots and lots of duct tape. It's unsafe, but it's... That's just it's, in keeping. That's part of its charm. Yeah. If you die touching it, yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> Only I may touch it in my Faraday cage. Anyway. <laughs> so I have I have the Gorgonaut, and I, you know we take it in turns deploying one unit at a time. Ba 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 ba. Eldar have the Wraith Knight. That's like their. They have a Wraith Knight. That's just their big. For those dude. of you who don't know, <laughs> that's their big dude. It's their knight equivalent, and it's not great, but it's certainly, you know, it's strong for the unprepared. Yeah. And it's definitely a danger to my Gorgonaut and the Blood Angels Land Raider if it gets into close combat it's with them. It's a danger to just about everything on the board. Yeah, and with its uh, stomp attacks, it can re- just remove tactical squads, so our real advantage of free tactical squad <laughs> has gone. Um, yeah, so that that's Stompy. It's on the left flank, and I'm holding the Gorgonaut back because we have more drops than them. You say holding back. <laughs> I'm keeping it in reserve. Yeah. I haven't deployed it yet yeah, because yeah, we're... Yeah. Deploying things everywhere. Because the Gorgonaut is kind of my saving grace. Because it's big, stompy, and it hurts things. And I'm hoping if I can get a decent charge with it, land the charge, it's going to go great. Uh, I hold it back. Then, once all the units are deployed, there's a few infiltrators to do. Infiltrators go down. I'm not sure if we did this right, but I did it for just fun and thematically. Alan then said, why haven't you deployed your Gorgonaut? I then held aloft a card. Thunder struck me. I said, I have the power, and then said, Teleportarium, motherfucker. Is that the name of the orc strategy? Yes. I think it's called Teleporter. Yes, right. It's <laughs> like 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 very, very. Teleportarium. It's a very imperial sounding strategy. So the Gorkonaut is held in reserve. He's going to deep strike. He's got three Mega Knobs inside. I felt really proud of the strategy. I thought it was really funny. Um, it was. It was absolutely fucking hilarious. It was really funny. Um, anyway. Turn one. Okay, the strategy is Alan and his crony are going to shoot us off the table, do maximum damage. Uh, the Eldar are going to push for the objective. Tower just going to sit back and shoot things because they're a bunch of bellends. You also had Devilfish with infantry inside, which are floating around doing some cool stuff. Orcs and the Blood Angels take a bit of a thrashing. We lose a Predator. We lose a Truck. A few like small bits and pieces. One there. killer can that then detonated and one killer can then exploded. Stuff. That's by the way a theme for this battle was the vehicles just exploded. Like almost oh, everything yeah, like, exploded. How many vehicles were there? There's like one buggy. There was oh d- I had loads. I had like three killer cans. There's a death dread. There was two devilfish. There was Bal predator, land raider, and warwalkers. Wraith and knight, wraith knight, most and death killer war trike. But pretty about like six vehicles died. And about four of them exploded. It was more than six vehicles died. And more than six yeah, exploded. It, it, it was just a very high percentage. <laughs> it, was, it was mad. The bow predator exploded. My truck exploded. Th- two killer cans exploded. Um, my death dread didn't explode. No, he didn't. He didn't explode. Death killer war truck exploded. Um, Wraith knight did not explode, which I was very grateful for. Yeah, that <laughs> was in the middle of... Anyway, so as, as the turn went... They shoot us, we take sort of damage across the board. Nothing too major, but it's just a bit of a morale shock, you know, losing first turn and then getting shot a bit. It's not very nice. I move up with my vehicles. I then position my Death Killer War Track right in front of the Eldar. Uh, they're sort of positioned a little bit further forward off the objective. Plan is, turn There's one... Some Guardians in front of the prioritize he pulled up by. Turn one, do a big charge with the vehicles, get the Killer Cans in, get the Death Dread in. 
Uh, the truck, it, had it been alive, was just going to drive up, and because it had burner boys inside, they're just going to roast something. And I failed every charge. Every last one. I failed every charge, and some of them were a long bomb. Some of them were like ten inches. Fair enough. I'm I'm okay to fail that. The Death Dread had a five-inch charge to make with Here We Go, <laughs> and he failed. <laughs> So for those of you uninitiated, that's a, you get to roll the charge, then you get to re-roll it if you want. Hang on a minute. No, no, sorry. I remember why he failed. He failed because he didn't get to make the roll because he got blown up by the Overwatch. Two devilfishes fucking Overwatched him and killed him. Yeah. 24 shots of strength 5 fuckosity. Hitting on 5 my death Overwatch. Dread. And then he did explode. He did explode. He did explode, yeah. <laughs> Which sucked, because he, he was my new model for the game. His new model for the game, and then that entire turn, there was a bunch of, should I, like, uh, for AJ was saying, oh, should I fire, like, last cannons at that devilfish, which is a bit forward and a bit, you know, a bit wounded. No, no. The death dread will get him. Should should this do something? Like, keep popping up, uh, cropping up over the course of the turn. Should we do this? No, no, no. The death dread has it. Gets to his final moment, and he dies in the overwatch. We all felt sad. It was really sad. Mostly sad for me, I would say. <laughs> Mostly sad for you. Um, the The other exciting thing was was that the devilfish was weak enough that the death dread would very, 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 very likely kill it. Yeah. It only needed two successful attacks to kill it, which pretty darn likely. Um, the other thing to note was that had I made these charges, I was in a perfect position to then use my pile in and consolidates to then just crash into the line further back and just disrupt their shooting. Yeah, move from one combat to the next. And it would have been great, it would have been lovely, but I failed all of them. You know, so there was the killer cans, there was a couple other stuff we failed, like... Killer cans, bikers. Bikers. Oh yeah, the bikers. The bikers were the ones which had the five, four, six inch charge and just failed on two. Yeah. That's what, which really sucked, because uh, they, they, they ended up stranded in front of a load of wraith blades... Yeah, which was not a good position and had they made the charge at least they would have done something before they got massively stomped and I was also hoping that the Wraith Blades and as well by moving all the vehicles up taking the fight to the enemy and then fighting there I would create a very nice drop zone for the Gorgonaut because yeah. the, the barrier would push back they can't well they could just fly over the top of me but it you know get in oh, no, like position basically our our front line would be pretty much just in front of the broadsides limiting our board control giving them space for the stomper uh, also, for those who don't know uh, Wraith Blades, Strength 6, Toughness 6, and quite a few attacks, so they fucked up the bikes in the subsequent turn. But failing the charge is meant he had less space, there wasn't space for the Stomper, or the Stomper would be way further back, way further from the uh, the objective, so the actual time for it to get anywhere near that would take a lot longer. It'd be an ex essentially an extra turn. It's also a Gorkonop. Gorkonop. He's, do he's doing it again. <laughs> he's doing it Feel again. Feel the Stomper, we won't have this problem. <laughs> Just every time it's the Stomper. Get just like okay. three Gorkonauts and the Stomper, so whenever I call one of the Gorkonauts a Stomper, you just have the Stomper saying to me, don't talk to me or my children ever again. <laughs> so let's let's do a very <laughs> fly-by-night synopsis. No. The new player, AJ, Blood Angels player. He did well. I think he did well. Considering he was playing a subpar army, yeah. there was some heroism, there was some fun stuff... Yes, I did give him a guiding hand, and sometimes I did sort of give a hard and fast, like, probably don't do that sort of advice, or like, this is really but, good advice. Yeah, you, the main thing is when you did that, you also explained why. This, this is also for any of you out there who are trying to get a newer player into the game, and you are giving them advice on how to play. 
Don't just tell them no because it's bad. Say no, it's bad because. Or why it's good. I mean, I've yeah. seen it as well where people try and get their friends into it. I'm not saying I'm the best person at doing it. I Trust me, I'm not saying that whatsoever. But I've seen, uh, you know, this chap used to play, played Tao. Very nice chap, very capable. He was trying to get his friend involved. And he basically told this friend what to do every turn without the explanation. Yeah. And, you know, I think the friend had a good time. You know, it was all sort of friendly and there was laughs and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think they really got a better grasp of the game because they're just being told what yeah, to do. They're yeah. not thinking, okay, this is what I do. It, it then means when they come to like make some of their own decisions, they can sort of refer it back to what you just say, okay, is basically, does shooting this work? But well, I know it's kind of works, or at least I know what the right sort of decision-making is so I can try and mimic it with other things. Stuff like that. Like It's, it's very minor, but it helps. I'd have to say a bit of self-criticism from us. By just going straight to the four-way, four different armies... There was a whole load of special rules in effect. Yeah. Like, special rules. Uh, We played stratagems and relics because it was all pretty straightforward. Uh, You know, and he he had a good grasp of it. You know, he's not an idiot. (laughs) He he can read. Uh, He enjoyed... um, That's not bragging, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he he understood the stratagems and all that sort of stuff. I think it was just just more the interplay that he doesn't understand. You know, like, all the different factions. Okay, orcs have Daka, Daka, Daka. They have, here we go, what do the Eldar have? What are the faction traits of the Eldar? You know, all that sort of stuff. Even know. just down to the, well, I want to shoot the broadsides. Well, no, you don't want to shoot the broadsides because the broadside is resistant to small arms fire. It's also got a 2 plus armor save. And if you shoot with the large arms fire, then there's the drone rules where the drones can just set that on a 2 plus. And if they do that, then on a 5 plus, they ignore that damage anyway, so they're still alive. And you go, this is a lot of additional minor information for one small unit on the battlefield for him to remember. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff, including a great big fuck-off knight equivalent running at him. <laughs> So bizarrely, the stratagem is actually quite an easy thing to grasp because it only affects... Well, okay, they don't only affect you, but normally there's sort of a straightforward effect that you just read and you want to apply to something. Yeah. So it's just like predators get plus one to hit with their, you know, execution strike or whatever it's called. Whizzing through the game. AJ held his own. He had a fun time. However, however, Mm. it went on for eight hours. (laughs) Yes. Like, you know, we were definitely chatting a lot, definitely sort of messing around. Then we had, like, bits to eat, and then we'd take a break, and then maybe have some drinks and stuff like that. But eight hours. And the whole eight hours, AJ and myself, we were always on the cusp of defeat. Like, it was definitely an unpleasant feeling for both of us, because I think it was just kind of like, yeah, this is an extremely slow demise. Um, death by a thousand cuts albeit the first cut almost eviscerated you <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and it was pretty tough and then uh, my Gorkonaut deep strikes at the same time AJ then repositions Commander Dante we both then use our respective strategies to get the 3d6 assault range charge. the charge yeah uh, I then use this because my Gorkonaut basically has to deep strike in our own deployment zone because all of our like vehicles because they failed the charge they then get shot they're all off the board they're we all then, dead we then pushed back we pushed back the orcs with Eldar and Tau at one point the Tau were beating the orcs in close combat which this was with fire warriors this is not statistically likely this is not something you should look at and go oh, I guess Tau a bit better in close combat no Tau are terrible in close combat it was also one burner boy it was also one burner to be boy fair, who they like, beat to death who great. got beaten to death before he could do anything which was sad uh, I would also like to take this time to complain about Tau bullshittery. Is this the breaking news section? This is the breaking news, fuck Tau. 
section. Okay. The okay. tower have something called the Onager Gauntlet, or, <laughs> or as I shall now call it, Satan's Arsehole. <laughs> the Satan's Arsehole weaponry is stronger. It's a relic, by the way. It's, it's a close combat relic, it, which is like strength times two. A, B, no, minus. It's, it's not strength times two. It's just a flat strength ten hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just a flat strength 10, AP minus 4, damage D6 hit. The thing is, you only get one attack with it per turn. You get your three other normal attacks of strength 5, because you're a town commander, and you attack at strength 5, because you're as big as an orc commander, apparently. And then you get one attack with the Onager Gauntlet. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. <laughs> he would just fly around with his fucking cold star, pile into some innocent being, and rape them. And you strong words, <laughs> strong words. But what pisses me off further is that the best the orcs can get is a flat three damage power claw. Yeah, but it's a, how many? How many? They attacks? have a better close combat. How weapon? many attacks can you do? Okay, with that power yeah, claw, you can have like twelve or something like that. But look, the point still stands. You got a fucking. You got the power of the sun in your hands. There, you got Icarus from Die Another Day. I have. And it fucks me off. <laughs> because it's the Tau. Why have the Tau got this? I get it. They're technologically superior. But they're meant to be the shooting faction. They're not meant to be, hey, I'm just going to float up and fuck you. So, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, though, is it's not that good unless you consistently hit that one attack. Which I did. He hit so, every single time and the damage was between 5 and 6. Your average damage was 5.5 you dick. <laughs> I would roll a d3 and get a 1. Great. <laughs> you roll a d6, it's a 6 or a 5. So the, Reliably. The Onager Gauntlet took down a surprising amount of orcs. That uh, pissed me off. That pissed me <laughs> oh, off. Oh, you have a multi-wound bottle. <laughs> so the whole game we're in this losing position, but I have a plan. I'm always looking to make the next best play. Okay, that charge failed. Okay, I can't shoot for shit. What's my next play? The Gorkonaut... And the Meganobs pile into the broadsides. Eventually, I managed to daisy chain my way up with the uh, the now deployed in my own deployment zone Gorkonaut. I daisy chain my way up with assaults and piling in, go from unit to unit, eventually get to the, the broadsides, abusing the game mechanics as much as I can to get as much distance <laughs> as I can. I finally make it to close combat, and oh, we came this so close. This was to winning. This was the point where this was the hail mary. I sort of realised we hadn't put enough on that flank. Really, we put. I put a lot of faith in the broadsides, which both misplaced, but also very warranted. Also very warranted. Don't me don't me wrong. Broadsides is still fucking mental. And this is before the price drops. So thank you, chapter approved for my super cheap broadsides, but the missile sides specifically. And you should have actually won the game. I, we should have won the game. From this manoeuvre. We should have won the game. But something happened. Two things happened. Two things happened. Wait. One, I got my own rules wrong. Yes, yes you did. So I should have been wounding on twos with my Mega Knobs. I wounded on threes because I'm used to them being strength four. Uh, I also made an, an error earlier in the game. I will throw my hands up at the air and say I cheated. Because I said my flash kits were strength four, toughness five. And so Alan was wounding on a four. Instead of a three. Yeah. But it only came into play once. I would argue this was much more <laughs> important. It only came into play once, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I failed to kill the broadsides. But not only did I fail to kill the broadsides, Alan executed a manoeuvre of juggling wounds. Because I split my attacks up the best way I could with the Gorgonaut, splitting yeah. between smash and sweep. 
So the sweep is more attacks, less damage. Smash is higher strength, more damage, but less attacks. I, I divided it up as best I could. The mathematics were behind me. The maths was like, go on, kid. Have a go. Have a yeah. pop. It was split between two broadsides trying to fuck them both up. Alan then decides to take a few wounds well, on I'm, some drones. Well, it's I, there That's was, all. Some of the sweep attacks, like, oh, well, you know, it's minus two. Is it minus two or was it minus three? It's minus two. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll, make, I'll go for some four plus armor saves on the broadsides. Then for some of the smash attacks, I'll put onto drones and... Well, okay, it's getting low now because I failed a few of the four pluses. I'll put that onto drones as well. I only had a couple of drones. Yeah. Yeah, that was the problem. Because <laughs> you then succeeded in passing the critical wounds. So when the broadsides are on one wound or four wounds. One was on four wounds, but I had done two d6 damage attacks into it, so it was, it was most likely dead. Yeah. Like, I would have to roll pretty badly. All command points are expended on both sides. He then offsets these wounds ever so gently onto the drones. So gently, in fact, that the drones survived with their fucking five plus feel no pain. But not only, you know, okay, they died. They died. They died in the end. But they absorbed every single Fucking attack. Yeah, like two drones stopped like It was two five, drones. Two drones attacks? stopped five. And the odds of doing that, like I did it on the day, I said it was like one in twenty seven. That was made up. It's not one in twenty seven. Let's do it now. I'll bring up the calculator. I'll bring up the calculator. No, no, no. I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> All right, hang on. I was cheated. I was cheated. Remember there was, there was like a few attacks as well. There was like three attacks which were made on four pluses or so. And then there was the remainder. Like, oh, but there's yeah. six attacks on the Gorknot. Were there four sweeps and two slams? There was... Yeah, that was it. Okay. But then he was damaged, so it was only five. So it was two smashes... Two smashes, three, three sweeps. sweeps. Okay. So the two smashes... Oh, no, I'm not going to go into that level of maths. Just do the just do the drone bit. So so the drone's on a two plus. Yeah. Pass the wound on. I've done that wrong. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've done that very, very wrong. <laughs> it's five divided by six. That's your odds. Yeah, yeah, so it's an 83% chance. To offset all of these wounds on the drones. Because the drones, you have to roll a dice when you want to like take a wound on the drones instead of the thing that's being wounded. It's a 2 plus to have the wound passed on to the drone, not the thing. Now, you succeeded on all four. That's fair to say, right? No, no, no there was more than that. Was just, wait, what? Hang no, because you, you, saved, you saved a couple on the broadsides, but then the real ones were oh, done. Yeah, four, yeah. four, which saved yeah, the broadsides. Yeah. Which is that, times that, times that. To get these successive rolls here, <laughs> right? So it's that. So it's near fifty percent chance to do that. A little bit under, a little bit yep. under to succeed every single one. It's, yeah, about forty-eight percent chance to succeed every single one of those two pluses. You then survived with two <laughs> feel no pain saves of five plus, which <laughs> takes us to a five percent chance of doing what Alan did. And had he failed, had it been that's, the 95%... This, this is also ignoring the two additional slam attacks that got put onto the drones as well. And ignoring the broadside saving the rest with their armour. And ignoring, this, ignoring everything else, which takes us into the... So we're looking into like 1 in 200 chance. Uh, 1 in 300 I'd say probably chance. less, yeah. This is like a percent of a percent type chances. And he makes it. Because he's Alan. And then after the game, Alan then has the audacity, the audacity, to say to me, Oh, I think I rolled quite badly that game. I did. 
Other no, than you that, didn't. Other than no, that you moment, didn't. That you had moment few, was the... You had a few glitches when the system didn't realise it was you, and you went, hey game, it's me, Alan. And then the dice fell over onto the right result, right? <laughs> for, the, for those of you who don't know, dice like me. Dice very they, much like they, him. They're in his pocket. They fucking hate me. I treat them gently, soap them up. You bought 60 orc dice. 80. 80, 80 orc, orc dice. dice. I don't, don't bash my dice. I I'm like not those. bashing them. Like They're wonderful boys. dice. They're good lads. They did their best. They, they did tried. their best. That, that's it. That sums up my play style. You know, trying your best, sort of a, a silly smile, not quite realising what you're going into, then ultimately defeat. No, no, to be fair, you played as best you possibly could in this game. You did... Come on. I took a suboptimal list. Yep. I had a new player on my team. I don't want to put it on that, but it's definitely a factor. His, his flank held. He did his job. His, he did his job. He did his job. <laughs> but my Hail Mary almost paid off, and it was really fun. Uh, it was a very painful death, though, and it was a real shame to lose the game. Like, Had we won, I think that would have made the eight hours... The eight hours of excruciating, <laughs> painful loss, slowly removing a needle from underneath your fingernail-type deal. Did, did the Gorkonaut get killed with the Onager? Yes, no. he, he got oh, killed he, by the oh, Onager. He got killed by, he got onager, killed yeah. by the fucking Onager Gauntlet, which I was already pretty riled about <laughs> yeah. anyway, because it had done like six wounds to my Death Killer War Trike. Which, then you cheated. Your team cheated. I, I, I allowed the cheat. We both allowed the cheat. We both saw the cheat coming. The Eldar player on Alan's team... Use smite on my Death Girl War Track, even though it wasn't the closest unit, but we both just let it slide. We don't want to be like massive rules lawyers. The Death Killer War Track was pretty much out of the game anyway. Yeah. And then you could have just shot the other guys, then shot him, so it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Well, you couldn't have been able to do psychic powers after that, but he was going to get shot off the board anyway. Yes, he was definitely going to die. And it was, it was a good thing for the Eldar players. They just lost their Wraith Knights, and yeah, they, they needed yeah. a win. Morale boost. Yeah. Everyone gets a win other than me. You. Foxic. Didn't do anything. You killed the cold star. My bubble tracker killed one ranger the whole game, and then you had the audacity, the audacity to tell me it did well. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you killed one cold star. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I think that was by accident. No, no, because it... didn't he die in the explosion? No, no, no. He was like, where when I moved the, like, I made a huge like forward fire base on a bit of central terrain because it was cool. Oh yeah, it wasn't you... the best thing to do, but it was like, ah, this is this is a silly game. Let's have some fun. I put the cold star sort of in the middle rather than further back. So this was on a, a landing pad with fire warriors deployed all around while there's an orc horde charging in from underneath. Yeah, like thermagically speaking, that's it, it looked cool. awesome. It looked really cool. Uh, yeah, it was a big mech that killed you. That was it. So the big mech? No, I thought it was the, uh, no, it was the gun boys. Flash kits. Oh yeah, it was yeah, flash, flash Sorry, kits. yeah. My flash kits fucking earned their teeth that game. Yeah. They're the only unit which did things. And they made their points back. No, your killer cans did stuff. My Killicans did do stuff. They blew up a lot of your own things. They, no. That's one, that was the buggy. One blew up in your own territory. Yep. One blew up in mine. That's true. And it did more damage to me. Yes. I accept that. <laughs> but something was wrong with the gravity on that planet. Something was going out on those explosions. <laughs> yeah. That... Like, the only time you can roll sixes. Also, Daka Daka. Really fun to play. I hadn't actually played the Orcs since Daka Daka came in. It is. That's an army-wide rule. As in, like, a codex yeah. rule. Yeah, as yeah, in, yeah. codex dropped. But um, it is a great fun rule, but it does have the big issue of slowing the game down quite a lot. It does slow it down a lot. Because every time you're like fishing through for sixes, sixes mean additional stuff, then you've got the negative modifiers. Like I think all the dice modifiers that go on in the game, with all the re-rolls and all that sort of stuff, that's what slows the game down a lot. Because you know, people said that they want to make things streamlined, so they get rid of cover, they get rid of some of the complexity. This is a, a sub-issue here, I know Alan disagrees with me. But they get rid of some of the complexity to make the game quicker and easier to play, but then they throw more rules into the dice rolling, which it's, slows the game down. I think the big complaint I have when it comes to the idea of simplification for 40k 
is when it comes to stuff like modifiers where it's negatives to hit can't be re-rolled because you see if it hits first, then negative modifiers are... No, sorry. You see about the re-roll first and then the negative modifiers apply, which, to me, is fucking annoying, makes no sense, is unintuitive, and slows things down a lot more. And the fact that G-Dubs has stepped out and said, yes, that's how it's meant to be, it means they're not looking for to streamline things. They're looking to just fuck about. I think, to be fair, I think they just... They... They need to do what they do with Dota 2, which is when Dota 2, the game, on Steam, for free, free to play. We'd like to thank Dota 2 for sponsoring like this episode. <laughs> none of these sponsors are real. None of the awards are real. If we mention an award or a sponsor, it's, it's a not sham. Real. It's all a sham. It's, it's a paper-thinned veil of deceit. Dota 2, what they need to do is when they do their big, like, oh, hey, this is a, an errata, this is an FAQ, sometimes they do it. Most of the time they don't. They need to put their reason in. So like with the die rolling, why do modifiers not apply well, no, the, before re-rolls? The, okay, that kind of thing they need to talk about. When they made the big FAQ changes to stratagems and stuff, they did explain that. That was, was nice. nice. That was nice. That but was they didn't nice. explain the dice rolling. I'd like them to explain chapter approved. I, would I fucking them love them to explain chapter approved. I'd love for them to explain why they didn't think that the Grey Knight Smite should be improved. Yeah, that's the... Uh, ignoring everything else, the Grey Knight Smite is a fucking travesty. That, that's a real sticking point. I think that is, that is a, a rock to die on. Hill to die on. Yeah, I don't even play Grey Knights. I, you know, fuck it. I, I would die on that hill for the Grey Knights. Not, I don't even collect them, but yeah. damn it, they need it. It's pretty wanky because they are meant to be. If anyone was to have a spell called Smite, classically speaking, it should be the Demon Hunters. It should be the people hunting the things that go boom in the night. As is boom in the night, bang in the dark. Those bump things. In the bump in the night. There we go. I've completely derailed myself. Yes, yeah. <laughs> As is not a euphemism. As is. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, let's let's talk about some of the units we'd like to you know briefly shout out that did well. Don't bash my knee. Sorry about that. We'd like to shout out that did well or have like a fun story associated with them from that game. Any of the orc units which sort of stood out as doing something awesome, or something. Flash kits. Flash kits were awesome. They earned their teeth. They they killed quite a few fire warriors. They managed to kill the cold star by getting them out of position and gunning them down. The. Uh... They took Mech. a lot of shots they shouldn't have survived. They did take a lot of shots. Some from cheating. Some, some, from, some from cheating. <laughs> some, some from, from cheating, cheating, yeah. I will accept that. That is my fault, my bad. But I did lose the game, so it's fine yeah. if I cheat. Like, That's not... Moral, no, guys, no. moral of the story is cheat as hard as you can, and then if you win, feel slightly bad about it. But if you lose, it was justified. It was justified, because you lost. <laughs> if you can cheat and lose, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I think it says something about the quality of your cheating. Don't, don't cheat in the game. Don't, yeah, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, shock attack gun. Shock Attack Gun was the final nail in the coffin for the Wraith Knight, which was fun. Uh, it was also a gift from the Eldar player. He made, painted, and bought it for me. Uh, so it was really fun to use that. He then tried to assassinate it. <laughs> he then did try. He was like, I'll let it have one turn. After that one turn, because he said to me before the game, because, you know, there's that painted model syndrome. The freshly painted model, its first game, it it's just dead. It's rubbish. It's dead in the water because it's freshly painted. Don't know why it happens. Always seems to happen to me and my friend. Uh, and he spends a lot more time painting than I do. Which is saying something. He's Humble he, brag. He, he, uh, <laughs> he takes a lot of time painting this He man. does take a lot of time. He's absurdly good at it. Yeah, and then before the game, he's like, you know, it's your, it's your model. It's your, your birthday present, you know. Uh, I don't want to be the one to, to rain on your parade. After one turn, he was like, I'm fucking assassinating that. And he was like... Please don't. Please don't. Anyway, so I took out his Wraith Knight, which was his freshly painted model for my <laughs> gift to him. <laughs> which was fun. Um, yeah, but other than that, I don't think I did a lot, to be perfectly honest. 
I think there was a lot of stuff. I had a lot of fun with the Death Killer War Trope by just wanking around generally and just getting yeah. in the way of things and floating between units and you know setting up shop to shoot and then using the stratagem to pull back. Uh, not a great use of my time. <laughs> but it was cool. But it was cool. It was certainly cool. And it kind of highlighted the extreme mobility of the Death Killer War Trap. And if you can get through a gap and get the janky assault on something and not roll like an absolute cock wizard like me, that's not a good yeah, compliment. Yeah, 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 sure the cock wizard, they, they yeah, could roll quite well. They could probably roll. Strong wrists. <laughs> Strong wrists. But yeah, so long as you don't roll like a turd. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you will do some damage, which was exciting and fun. So don't forget when it comes to like the fire and fade stratagem. Yeah. That you can use that to get up the board by oh, yeah, moving yeah. forwards, firing, then moving forwards again. Yeah, it's mad. It is fun. Uh, Gorkonaut was definitely, uh, you know, he was kind of the, the phantom of the opera for the game because he was waiting till turn three before he showed up. Yeah. With uh, the whole kind of, hopefully he'll do something, hopefully he'll redeem the situation, and he almost did, to be fair. Had yeah. I remembered my rules, had you not rolled like an absolute cock wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I am the cock wizard of Warhammer. <laughs> Come on a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> on the front it'll just be one. I had the Castellan Fortress meta on the back I'm the cock wizard of Warhammer <laughs> Such as, that'll be the first be burst amazing. of my rap when we get large enough to become obnoxious YouTube celebrities I, 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 from our a Warhammer podcast yeah, from the Warhammer yeah, that's podcast how, that's how it goes okay. on SoundCloud <laughs> on SoundCloud what, what were your standout units then of the battle um, there was that cold star that one with the orange gauntlet Weirdly, he had four fusion blasters the gunner was much more successful. Wasn't yeah, it? the fusion blast is like you'd hit, and then he'd hit with four, Felt and wound. one would wound. Yeah, and it was it was kind of impressive. And then that one would roll like two damage. You go, this band's meant to be pretty. This is also why I think because the way I built the list was to try and build it around cold stars and making them survive. This sort of highlights to me, especially why the people when they do the whole oh get a cold star, just trade with him, so he goes kill something, then he dies. This just solidifies all my suspicions about that playstyle, which is. It's unreliable and too expensive. Whereas if you keep yeah. Cold Star alive, you get so much more value. Plus, with the unreliability of it and the liability of it, if you lose that Cold Star for like a really bad trade, let's say in that example, you get one wound roll and then two wounds. Yeah. You know, for all the people that say, oh yeah, it just floats in and it destroys their key predator. Yes. You can do, it certainly can. But in every instance where it's it doesn't make that roll... You're fucked. You're pretty fucked, yeah. Whereas this way you have contingencies, and then they, they then did a shit ton with the Andrew Gauntlet. The Andrew Gauntlet just rocked around blowing everything up. It was great. Which upset me as an orc player. It, was... it, it upset me to, to no end, because I couldn't roll for Toffee, I couldn't damage things, and then I've got this fucking Tau guy ramming his Onager fist where it shouldn't be. The Ghost Keel, actually, I did. I was very happy with. Yep. Because it, it did exactly the job of a Ghost Keel, which is be fucking annoying. In that it's too fucking survivable for its points. Ten wounds, three plus armor, say four plus invulnerable. Four yes. plus for eight points, by the way. Eight points for that shield generator. It's that, insane. Does, that really annoys me With as the, well. The 12 inch move. It, it's just, it goes around everywhere. It's really hard to shoot at. It does a whole bunch of annoying things. But because it's not too damaging, it's not a high priority target. It's just really fucking annoying. Same for my Devilfish, actually. I was really happy with the Devilfish because they're not high damage units. But they were able just to go, oh, I'll just walk over and lock down a unit for the rest of the game by just being near them, by just continually assaulting them. Like, it turns out my army's just built to be annoying. Yes. I've built a troll army. A troll army. <laughs> Fucking troll army. And that, that's another point of balance I'd like to point out, just very briefly, is the orc truck versus the, uh, whatever it's called. Devilfish. Devilfish. 
Very similar costs. All truck has three shots hitting on fives of strength five. Devilfish is twelve. Hitting on four. Hitting on four. It also has two drones. It also has fly. It yep. also moves further. I think it also has more wounds. It has about twelve. Yeah, more than the truck. It how much does the truck cost though? Like sixty points. Yeah, that's a lot cheaper than Devilfish. Is it? Yeah, the Devilfish is like 100 points-ish. Oh, okay, so that, that makes me feel a lot better. You know, better. like, it used that to be like 110 better. or something, and then the chapter approved dropped the cost of it by, like, by about 10. So it's now about 100 points for Devilfish. Still, it did so, well in the game. And it was really fucking annoying, mainly because my Death Dread didn't reach it in time. If the Death Dread had reached it, it would have destroyed it, but because it doesn't, it didn't get destroyed, it's then on five wounds and just can float and get in the way of things, and which it did. Yeah, it, it takes up board space, it denies charges, it gets in the way... So as a devilfish, they're they're not the most meta unit, and if you want, if you basically if you want to try and use them, learn to be an ass with them, put them in the way of things, treat them as being kind of sacrificial, or just go tie up a key unit with the devilfish and go, oh, you have that really useful, like say dark reapers with the Eldar. Yeah, <laughs> you have dark reapers. I'm going to tie them up with devilfish. I definitely think they're good. They're good. I don't I know. Like, I like them. A lot. Points efficiency wise, I don't know what, but they certainly get in the way. They're certainly tough for their points. They're certainly a nuisance. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff you can do with them. So in summation, the battle was both a grand success and sort of a quagmire of choking disease. It was for you. It was eight hours of slowly losing. It was like it wasn't a positive experience. <laughs> it's like you know when you get see in films someone getting gripped by like tree vines and it's slowly like strangling them and tightening against. That's basically what it was. Yeah. I mean, I had fun. Had I won, it would have been nice. Like if if we had won at the end of it, it would have been like a yeah. It quite a I, comeback. I think even you and Jack would have been like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, like you wouldn't be upset if you lost that game because you have, just have, stomped like, us from turn one onwards. They'd have the initial like, ah, damn, you know, like we cocked up, then you exploited that cock up. Damn, we we could have won that. We should have won that or whatever. But yeah, it'd have been fine. As is, you failed the ninety-five percent chance. That's XCOM, baby. That's XCOM. It's also why, as I said last time. If anyone who plays like XCOM or Hearthstone says to me, how can you play these games without getting angry at the RNG? I've played Warhammer. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen the pits of hell. Yeah, I've, I've seen what dice can do to people. Mostly kill them. Yeah. Kill their will to play. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm overdoing it. I, I was happy to play until the end. Um... But it was eight hours of quite a fatiguing game of like being in a losing position. Like it wasn't like a close game the whole eight hours. It was definitely we were in a bad you, position. The worst bit is is that you weren't out of it. Because if you were out of the game, yeah, you we could have finished. We could have just say, you know, it's done. But you always had a chance. Yeah, it's still. It was forever to play it in, all to play for. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, the, after the stomper play didn't quite work, Gorgonaut. then the gonker. The Gonkonaut. <laughs> which after, it pretty much is. Gonkonaut from Star Wars. After yeah. the Gonkonaut play didn't work, both of your armies immediately collapsed. Yeah. Basically. Everything that was left I, I think just we, went. It basically we evaporated. Spent all our strength, delaying for as long as we could. And that was it. Yeah. That was it. The final nail in the coffin. Then the Onager Gauntlet finished off something else. And the Onager fucking Gauntlet killed another thing, which made me unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> made me rage. Cold Stars being able to move 40 inches is just glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's their battle summary. Yeah. Let's do a summary of the year. What's the year been? Uh, 2018. Correct. <laughs> Next question. What year are we in now? 2018. 
correct. Maybe 2019, depending on when you listen to this. Or 2020. Or 2054. No, well, it, the year. Well, no, you didn't ask what year the listener's in. You asked what the year we in, currently. But what if we're the listeners, and we are also in the podcast? Well, in that case, it's all fucked, isn't it? It's all fucked. <laughs> I would say we've had a good year. Yeah. We've, we started the podcast this year, about seven months ago. Yeah, in the height of the summer, we decided we're two boring assholes that talk about Warhammer an incredible amount. Let's record at least a small amount of it and put it out there. We've the had, Warhammer podcast. We, we've had numerous points where we've been slightly unreliable with uploads. Yeah, but to be fair, that's the vagaries of life. Yeah. And it's kind of the vagaries of the war, the hobby as well. Like sometimes you sort of fade away from it. Sometimes you're really enthusiastic and do it all the time. And I think that's the healthy way to do it. Yeah. Not to be like, I have to do some Warhammer tonight. I have to paint some things. Just as and when you feel like doing it, just pick it up and do it. And, okay, progress is slower than if you just, you know, chain your hands to the desk and... Hammer it out. And hammer it out. But you definitely have more fun. So we've had a lot of fun doing the podcast. Yeah, it's been great. We've had over 2,000 listens, oh, which whoops. is mad. Which is mad, considering that we both consider ourselves not the greatest of podcast people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I, I, all right. I, I I have a very high opinion of my own voice. All right, well, you're probably 1,000 of the 2,000 listens then. But to everyone that has <laughs> pretty much <laughs> tried the podcast and, you know, just had one go, didn't like it. Well, they're not here now, are they? Well, they're not here now. They might be listening to this <laughs> unless, one. Unless this is the first track. This is your first one you're trying out. Good for you. If, if you're one Try of those people who has never come back, ah, we didn't need them anyway. We did. Please. We desperately need yeah. them. <laughs> Give us, people, please. And everyone else that has stayed on board, that has listened to a few tracks all the tracks whatever thank you so much for listening uh, yeah and it does we've mean even, a lot we've that... even had people hassle us to say where's the next episode when we're late Which that's lovely we, that's yeah, really lovely we, we, we never thought we'd get to that stage where you have people genuinely saying where's our content you lazy fucks that's not their words that's not their words that's, that's just what we are <laughs> that's what we are we're lazy fucks not doing it yeah um, but yeah thank you guys yeah, it's been pretty. Massive shout out to you guys. Smash the like button. Ram the thumb up button. Everyone subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe, shout. Start these bits. We've got merchandise. Buy these merchandise. Hats, we don't have merchandise. Hats that say Twatulon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we T-sh- can get them. T shirts with the good old. I had the Castellan before it was meta. <laughs> I am the cock wizard of Warhammer. I think we we would sell a huge quantity of merchandise I, if we put those on t-shirts. I don't know who the would buy that. The cock wizard of Warhammer. You've got to have balls to buy that one. Yeah, that's a challenge to you at home. <laughs> See challenge. if you will buy it. If you make a handmade one. What if that's our marketing campaign? We just go, you haven't got the balls for our clothes. <laughs> Prove us wrong. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Buy them. Get just sell a few million for units. $60 each. Of thin t-shirt fabric. What's in the future for the... Like bits of paper glued on for the writing. Yeah. Like literally just a piece of paper with Pritt stick that's stuck it on. No, no, made out like the newspaper clippings, like the, you know, serial killers. <laughs> that's <laughs> even more alarming, isn't it? I have the cock. Oh, no, the, the Who made that? Who made that for him? <laughs> the front is professionally designed. Like, I had, I had the Castellan portrait made of the picture of the Castellan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the silhouette of the Castellan. But then the back is the creepy, I am the cock wizard of Warhammer. <laughs> And he always wears a jacket, so only, like... Only when he takes off the jacket for Warhammer purposes, you go, Oh, fuck, it's the Cock Wizard! <laughs> that sounded, that sounded that's, way too happy about it. That, that's, that'll be my name if I go to tournaments. 
they can't coincidentally have Warhammer. Yeah, I mean, ideally it would be Warhammer called tournaments, not anything else. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, you know, they have like the top tables if you manage to get all the, it's like a white dwarf going, and yes, and there's the final competitors, so-and-so, so-and-so, and the cock wizard of Warhammer. I think they'd just call you the wizard of Warhammer, and it'd be they really... They probably would. I mean, the wizard of Warhammer is a good name, but it would it be sad. What's in the future for us? That just sounds like a terrifyingly bad edit. As my brain briefly that, stalled yeah, through sound. the word terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, it did sound like that. What's what's in the future? Come on, what are we doing? What are you doing? Who um, are you? How did you get in here? I'm the other I'm the other host. What? <laughs> there's only ever been one host. <laughs> Listen back through all the tracks, there's only one host. Not just even you, me. Did you put it on a full setup? Yeah. It's not even you just <laughs> Who the fuck is he? <laughs> Wait, have we just been listening to someone else's podcast and thinking it's us? It's not even recording right now. This is just a blank screen. Black mirror. Anyway, <laughs> what's in the future? I know what my future is because Alan's fucking around over there in the other chair. Not dis- not describing your future. My future. I, I, my future. Yeah, okay. I'm pressing on with the orcs. I want to get the orcs done. Uh, orcs are a really fun army for me because with a lot of armies, I get like 1,000 points, maybe 1,500 points, and I kind of say, yeah, that's my lot. I don't really want to do much more. Like I've got the minis that I want because I buy the ones I like to paint, make and paint. You know, there's not too much I want to do with it. I play the army, I lose a couple of times. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> good, good. Uh, orcs are definitely one that I just want to keep expanding because they are a horde army. I really like hordes. I really like the thematics of hordes versus people, you know, and all, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> hordes versus people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so press on with the orcs. I also have Death Guard in the wings. Uh, I also want to go back to painting Death Guard because I had a lot of fun painting them, but it took me hours and hours and hours. Like, that was, was good, though. Thank you. It was like 20 hours a mini, though. And that's like, maybe pushing it. <laughs> maybe pushing it. Like, quality. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, at some point, you should finish Mortarion. At some point, I need to finish Mortarion. But I need to stop breaking him as well. <laughs> like, every time I make Mortarion, his wings are attached, like, by the smallest points. And people are like, yeah, just pin them. It's like, I don't think I can drill this to pin it. <laughs> like, you have to put in, like, a two mil hole. And even then, that's, like, pushing the limits of... The structural integrity of the wings. Yeah. So I keep breaking them. Uh, I keep breaking him off the base that is pinned as well, but he just keeps breaking. Yeah, because he's, he's glued down by, like... Anchors. Four different points, which are about the size... If you look at your little finger, your little finger nail, divide that into four. Yeah. Those are the, those are the points on which he is glued to his base on. And he's a great big fuck-off lump of plastic. Like, whoever designed that model, it's, it's well-posed, it looks awesome, yeah. but the structural integrity of it is just straight fucked. I would never transport him anywhere. No. Because it would just break him. There was the uh, one of the top lists uh, months ago now, where it was uh, using a bunch of Death Guard stuff, and they brought ten uh, Black Lord Terminators, was it? And people were like, oh, why, why'd you bring them? Like, they're, they're not commonly used. You're like, yeah, well, I would bring Mortarian, but he's just too fragile. <laughs> yeah. You, that was legitimately it. Yeah, you can't transport him. He, he sacrificed his chances, or he reduced his chances to win at a tournament due to how fucking fragile Mortimer is. That rant aside... That rant aside. It's a valid rant. It is a valid rant. So there's Death Guard, there's Orcs on my table, but there's also War Machine. A new challenge Hang on, wait, shall, shall we finish the, the Shall we finish the 40k discussion? Is there more? Yes. There's, there's my goals for 40k. Oh, I didn't my think you goals. had me. I didn't think uh, you, you had just, me. You just yelled at me like, the future! And then just, <laughs> whenever I tried to say anything, you went, the future! And all right, I'm talking about my own thing now. All, all right. right, what is your future? What's the future? Okay, well, there's getting the tower from 1.5k to 2k. Which 
it's it, going to be hard now that chapter approved is hard. buffing you. Yeah, chapter approved just <laughs> dropped the cost of everything. I got a storm surge, you know, Christmas, which was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, so that's going to be added in. It's not a good unit, but I really fucking like it because it's really fucking cool. Also, we don't play like the massive sort of you know play as hard as you can to win, try hardy sort of stuff. We yeah, don't do that. We just mess around. Yeah, and so there's room for a storm surge. Sorry. We find it more interesting to devise, uh, to devise interesting or fun lists rather than saying. Where's my three Riptides? Yeah. Like, there's there's meta, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's the meta. We all know what that is. Let's try and do something fun and interesting. Okay, I'm going to try and do an all-killer-can list and all that sort of stuff. That, you know? And we haven't really got... I certainly haven't got the budget to build a meta list and then keep on building meta lists, because oh, yeah. the meta will change over time. Whereas I prefer to have units I find interesting and fun. Yeah. And build... Like, what I like to do when it comes to list building is I work out usually 1.5k of an army, get that, build that, get it done which is interesting and fun to mess around with, which you can then add stuff to later, rather than going, what's meta for now? Because you know that Games Workshop is always going to fuck around with what is the meta as codexes are dropped, because... Uh, other than the Riptide. I think the riptide, the riptide is going to be meta until they bring out another battle suit. The bigger Riptide. Which is like, yeah, between a, a, a Bittle, Bittle Tide, fuck it, <laughs> Riptide and the uh, Storm Surge. There'll be like one in between, Yeah, and it'll be called like the Jip Tide or something. And it'll be ever so slightly better. Ever so slightly better. So I'm going to do that with a towel, and... The Tower and Army, I could happily collect more and more and more of because I just really like the aesthetic of their suits and things. Yeah. Um, I have and Crisis Suits. Also, at some point, Crisis Suits might come back. They come back a little bit. Cities of Death is going to be really exciting for Crisis Suits. We're going to move into Cities of Death because I think that's a lot of fun. The game type, not the location. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> We're <laughs> moving to a Death City. Um, there's my Knights, which I need to finish off because I've got all the models for them. I just need to actually finish them. I think, but with your Knights from a sort of gaming perspective i think we need to get uh the issue with knights is that everyone else up to scratch and the, yeah the issue is that it's more i lost the will to finish off my knights because they're really too fucking good in like any kind of friendly game where yeah. people haven't brought a super optimized knight hunting list plus like i don't want to buy a super knight hunting list i don't want to go out and pay money yeah, for like, that it, because it, it only just it would just counter you and then okay what are we in me, fin in me finishing those knights forces at least three other people like three other people, like henry aj jack etc and some others to warp their lists massively so they have to go out and buy new things to play with the, around with the knights which is fine and i'm fine bringing knights into some games or whatever or doing like you know the larger battles there what can the knights kill that's all fun and fine and i do want to do that it's just i've got other things to build which I can mess around with more, like the yeah. towel. Like finishing off the towel will, get, will yield more fruit. I've got the Dark Eldar, which I'm currently working on. The Dark Eldar. The Dark Eldar. Yeah. Because I, you may have noticed that I don't spend most of my time in this room. I live in a different place in England. Oh, God. I've let England? <laughs> we live in England. No, we live in Parisian France. I live a few hundred miles away, uh, normally. And I have most of my stuff here. And then I have Dark Eldar, which I'm, it's going to be a very slow build. Over like the next like couple of years probably, but then I'm going to come back with 1.5k of Dark Eldar, which will be great, and we can do some interesting stuff with that. Then finally, there's the Dark Eldar will, will be dropped. They will be dropped and ignored the second Empress Children drop. If they do, if they don't, I'm going to cry. As is Empress Children, the second they come out, I'm getting everything, everything, and I like and as I've said when it comes to uh, the Fulgrim model. If they do a good job, and judging by Magnus and Mortimer, they're doing a good job with Primarchs. If it looks good, I may just be like, 
you know what, I'm going to pay one of the actual proper companies to just assemble and paint that one. Not to the tip-top standard, because it's fucking expensive. <laughs> that would be like 800 euros. Yeah, or it'd bad. be insane. But, like, you know, a, a couple... Like, so it, it's a shit term. It's like, well, I would never do it justice. Ever. I'd just pay Jack. Just pay Jack to do it. That's a good point. He's our resident paint man. Yeah, I, I'd actually be very tempted to say, Jack, how much would I have to pay you to paint full room? Yeah. He'd do, I, a, gr- he'd do a great job. No, he'd job. do a gorgeous do a great job. job. You do an absolutely gorgeous job. Fuck it, yeah, no, I'd, I'd be down for that. But don't exploit your friends. You'd have no, to pay them not. fairly. Don't, yeah, no, I, don't I, would, exploit I would people. happily pay them a shit ton people. of money for that. Yeah, <laughs> a shit ton of money. Yeah, no, I, I, you're I, gonna I, have to get that money first. You're gonna have to start robberies. <laughs> don't start robberies. <laughs> is that is that forty k? I think that's forty k covered. That's forty k covered. I'm dicking around with right. I am hopeful for the future, but I'm also very interested in War Machine. Yes, because. Uh, with the slightly limited time aspect, is uh, I said I spend most of my time a far distance away. You're only down for Christmas, basically. Yeah, Christmas. There's no reason you're yeah. in um, my area. So the chance for us to actually like you know play some games, as I said, it took eight hours. Yeah, it took eight whole hours, which is mad. Whereas, so we're looking into some more like skirmish type games, not as a replacement for 40k. Fuck no, we're still going to be doing 40k. So we're going to have this podcast, but things like uh, War Machine, I'm going to also check out Infinity just a little bit. Because uh, they're different game types and we're interested to play them. And they're quicker, more importantly. Yeah, definitely quicker. And I think. And cheaper. Well, and it's just different games as well. Like, it's variety. You know, I've been in this hobby for 12 years now. Yep. You've been in and off for probably eight. Eight. I was out for a fair few years. Yeah, maybe seven or six, you know. Yeah. So we've done it for a fair while. I mean, 8th edition was very nice because it did rejuvenate the game in a way. You know, it does change it all, but... It didn't rejuvenate it, it fucking resurrected it from hell. It did resurrect it from hell. <laughs> but 8th edition was seventh. the Doom Marine marching in and saving Warhammer, and then you sort of look closer at the Doom Marine and go, that's not the Doom Marine. He's got a moustache. Yeah, that's... I didn't know he had a moustache. That's a really budget Master Chief. Like, who is this... It's still, it's it's still some, a saviour. It's some Burke in green armour who we appreciate, but also they're not as great as we thought. But it could be greater. Yeah, fuck We it, don't know the full extent of no, what's going to happen. Yeah, like, we're looking forward to where 8th edition goes. If 9th edition ever happens. So that's our future. Uh, I don't think War Machine is going to bleed into this podcast. I don't think that's going to be a thing. I don't think the others will. I mean, we probably bring them up just a little bit in discussion, but we might, you know, just segregate it into separate episodes yeah. so that people aren't like oh I'll check in and see what you know orcs are going on about yeah, or that something. Was a second podcast a second podcast the brothers grim light yeah for war machine and hordes yeah so that's us for the year um, just want to say again just a huge thank you to everyone that listened uh, it does mean a lot to us that people do come back um, you're insane like you are insane yeah. uh, but it's very nice that there are like minded individuals out there uh, especially because sometimes, you know, you might feel, you know, because we, we don't have a tremendous community down here. There's only a few people. There's about eight people. You know, sometimes it does feel quite isolating in a way, you know, when all these other people do it. And uh, oh, There's the people we want to play with and the local store around here, which is just not what we'd enjoy in terms of they, they're the kind of people who always have a net deck. Uh, they'll have a meta list they've looked up online and they'll play that every game. And if they don't stomp you, well, it wasn't a fun game for them. Yeah, it's certainly tough. And I think there's a lot of people out there, they're sort of like us, you know, just a, a beer and chips type deal. You know, it's not a serious game. We're not here to determine what our lives are about. We're not here to find meaning in ourselves. We're just here to play a game and have some fun. 
And we hope that you do that. And we hope that you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> and we'll tune in next time where we'll be in the year of 2019 as we emerge from the forests of darkness with swords of fire and giant steel nads. <laughs>